0: Welcome to the Warning Track Power Hour. I'm Andrew Scan. He's Mike Werman. Today we're returning to our roots and getting back to baseball coverage. Uh, Spring training is underway. Games starting this Friday. Royals and 14 other teams are in uh, Arizona. The other half of the league is in Florida. Grapefruit League. Uh... We will start with uh, one simple question uh, about spring training, just in general. Um, have you ever attended spring training, Mike? No, I have. I have not. I've never attended
1: uh, spring training. Any of the games? I've been to Florida. I've been to Arizona. I may yeah. even have been like by like a spring training facility at one point or another. Yeah, I, but. No, I've never been to a spring training game. That, was, that might be kind of fun uh, to go sometime, but I've never
0: been. Have you? Have you ever been to spring training? I, I've been twice actually. Um, right after the Royals won the World Series in 2015, I went. So I went the next spring, 2016. I think I went back in 2017 actually. Ooh, um, 18, uh, It was It was great. It was a, it was a great, nice uh, change of pace, just from you know being out of Kansas City. Uh, where it was very cold at the time just to go to just to go to phoenix where it was uh you know very pleasant uh was a nice was a nice change anyway but uh yeah. yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of fun it's it's very yeah much worth going um <laughs> to, to go to spring training. yeah because like there's so many all the teams are you know within a few miles of each other really so you you can really you know see most of the teams if you want um, over the course of just a few days being in either of the areas, um, yeah, it's definitely worth it. You can a see a lot of really young players, and and uh, you can get pretty close. You can sometimes have conversations with people. It's easier to get com- it's easier to get um, signatures from players. A lot of the places that the like, players actually like kind of aggregate, so You can you can go over there and talk to them and get an. Autograph. I got a I got a Salvador Perez autograph while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I think yeah. Good yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. You so you would say your experience both times uh, they were it was a it was a, it was a pleasant su- surprise if uh, I can use that uh, pun. Yes, if because the Royals playing play. surprise. surprise Arizona. Surprise. Um, I was also going to ask you if you happened to hear any um, sort of raunchy or risque uh, stories, a la the one that George Brett famously told uh, at, at spring training while the Royals were stretching. About his got, time in Las Vegas at Bellagio.
0: I have not, I, I did not overhear any <laughs> raunchy firsthand accounts of uh, how many baseball players, uh, you know, yeah, issues or stories. No, I didn't get any of that. Digestive troubles and,
1: no. I didn't get any of that. that, no, that <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever had that kind of an encounter with a baseball player before?
1: I have not. That's that's what I I think that's why you really go to spring training those to hear those uh, behind the scenes stories that inevitably involve into uh, uh uh stories stories like the one that George Brett told. And I think that's probably the most famous spring training related Royals thing, right? What would you would you say or is there something more famous about the Royals in spring training? Any any incidents or you can remember
0: from now i mean the games are relatively not important it's mostly just about yeah seeing the young guys fighting for the last couple roster spots um but nothing terribly memorable i would say anyway Uh yeah. when i was a kid i wanted to go
1: I remember because the, the royals when we were very young the royals we're at Fort Myers, Florida. I was where it. Then they built their own spring training facility in this place called baseball city, yeah. it, which had its own amusement park, uh, yeah. near Orlando. And yeah. apparently it's no longer there, but I always wanted to go to the so baseball is, city amusement park, but so does baseball city no longer exist or just the that park or itself. Creepy, a creepy ghost town. Um,
0: I'm kind of hoping for that being. I the think case. it was in Haines City, Florida. Oh, see, I assumed it was an entirely incorporated town that they that they actually like built and then named it Baseball City specifically to run baseball operations. So, Baseball is I'm not, reading about. It, right it
1: <laughs> oh, it's located in Davenport, Florida near Haines City. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the Boardwalk and Baseball theme park. That's what it was called. I forgot about that. Boardwalk yeah. and Baseball. Um, it opened in 1987 and closed in 1990 <laughs> it it's... uh replaced circus world at the same location so i guess it was just an old theme park that was already there called oh, okay. circus world they re- uh because because it was called circus world apparently because that's where um ringling brothers uh circus had their winter home in in florida i don't know if you knew I don't, you knew that that's where they um did their winter kind of training um in in, in florida and spring, there spring be... training for the circus too <laughs> potentially yeah. and Circus World store Showcase began basically at the exact same time uh, almost exactly as exactly as uh, the Coffin Stadium it opened in 1973 so, yeah. and it was owned by noted American textbook publisher Harcourt Brace Jovanovich uh, if you remember the really? Harcourt, Harcourt uh, and Hutton Mifflin bought Harcourt in 2007 apparently um, Anyway, I remember a lot of our elementary school textbooks were either Hutton, Mifflin, or uh, Harcourt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Grace Jovanovich. And <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, they owned uh, Boardwalk and Baseball. And I never went, um, unfortunately. And that's where uh, the Clown College was also located. A literal Clown College? or is it a, a literal thing? Clown College, yeah. It, uh, it closed. Clown College close to 1997. Um, yeah, it's not yeah, uh, it trained uh, that's not as many clowns as I thought it trained. It's only trained around 1,400 clowns in the Ringling style from 1968 until 1997. So 30 years, only 1,400 clowns. That's less than 50 clowns per graduating class. If it's, assuming it's a year-long program.
0: Uh, <laughs> unless it's isn't a four-year it, program. It isn't a four-year program? I would assume... <laughs> Clown
1: College. Yeah, there is. any the, uh, it says that it says that um, Dick Van Dyke and Willard Scott, uh, the famous TV weatherman, are both honorary alumni
0: of the Clown College. And is like, is it they get an honorary doctorate from Clown College? <laughs> yes, to a Clown of, uh... University to have a graduate program.
1: Of humorous letters or something like that, they would uh, say. Yes. Um, apparently, Willard Scott was the first person to portray Ronald McDonald on TV, which I didn't know. Maybe I did at one point, but uh, Willard Scott on the Today Show, huh? Interesting. He always uh, he just uh, he died more recently than I would have guessed. Do you remember when Willard Scott died? You have a, you have a guess? What year?
0: I have no clue. I mean Fred Willard died like two years ago, but well, that is a different person. Yeah, Willard Scott
1: also died about two years ago. He died in September okay. of twenty twenty one. It's a bad bad year for
0: Willards, apparently.
1: Yeah. Do you think Fred Willard died before or after Willard Scott? Um I'll say after. Before? Twenty oh. twenty was Fred Willard. Wow. Uh who was who was born first? Fred Willard or Willard Scott? <laughs> I'll say Willard Scott, Fred Willard. Ah, oh, which Fred Willard was eighty-six. Man. I had no idea he was that old when he died. He was born in He was born nineteen thirty-three. Willard Scott was born nineteen thirty-four. So they're very close together. Wow. And so they each lived to be about the same age. They lived. uh Willard Scott died about a year after uh, Fred Willard and was born about a year after Fred Willard. So uh, the Willards are nothing if not consistent
0: in there. I guess so talking, that's, the, that's the only thing we can take from this
1: <laughs> neither of yeah uh Willard Scott however did not live long enough for his name to be announced on the Today show as a person who lived to be a hundred years old you remember when he always did that right it was uh yeah um, so that, and that's that's gone know. It's too bad. I haven't watched the Today Show in years, so I don't know if they still do the uh, hundred years. No
0: idea. (laughs) I don't know that I've ever really watched the Today Show. So, yeah, you prefer Al Roker? Not a morning news person. You? (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: I I watched.
1: I guess I did watch a lot of it as a kid. My my grandparents, I think.
0: Um, but I remember Fred uh,
1: Willard Scott on there. And Brian Gumble and people like that. Uh yeah. and then um you know like Matt Lauer and uh, Katie Kirk. Matt Lauer of course had the uh, uh sex scandals involved, uh which led to his untimely exit from today, the today's show. But yeah, I think Al Roker's I think Al Roker's still there. Although Al Roker's one of those guys who um he had uh, weight loss surgery. Yeah. Uh, and he got really skinny. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look the same. He he looks I don't know. I, I guess I guess it's good for his health, but I don't think it was good for his image. I think he was better, <laughs> practically. Like like Al Sharpen, the two Als, the two, uh, um, you know, Al Sharpton also looks strange once he got his. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. I think if you if you be, I think if you become famous as a bigger person, uh, you have to stay. You have to stay. For the fans. Uh, that way, for the fans, yeah. <laughs> Like Rebel Wilson now, you know she's lost uh, away and then they, you know or um what's his name? Uh, Jonah Hill sometimes who was Turner, uh, yeah. thing. and then he then he got all uh, buff and stuff for a while. but yeah, can't be as funny if you're in better shape, I think I think um, must be. You, know, so, you know nobody nobody says, I like that. paraphrase Ricky Gervais on we uh, into cars, in coffee, nobody says. I love that comedian. He's so handsome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that 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 uh, speaking of one hundred years, that 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 this uh, segue has taken uh, almost. So is long. is
0: baseball season? Baseball, um, city still. Is this inoperable, or did they like tear oh, it down? Or yeah, what? I forgot well, that well, was that what was the that was what uh baseball city,
1: uh, baseball city, I believe is
0: um from literal clown college to baseball theme park to what? Yeah, okay, so it was
1: uh yeah, so in it was sitting idle for a while. And then so by two thousand eight, in two thousand eight, they they finished building what was called Posner Park, a large retail complex with big box stores, opened in two thousand eight, eliminating the final traces of the long gone park.
0: So. so that that memory that that uh that thing that you looked, you know, to hope to do in your in your future when you were a young child, to go visit Baseball City. No longer exists. Has your no. worldview changed now? No. ever. No. however, if
1: you want, if the, the 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 prize attraction was a wooden roller coaster uh, at um, a Baseball City, it was referred to as the Hurricane in 1990. When the park, park was sold, the, the Hurricane was moved piece by piece to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh uh at the magic springs theme park uh where it still is or still exists today it's called the arkansas twister now so yeah looking at it it looks like the old i remember the old baseball city roll well of course it was like like, like kind of like the um Cyclone at Cody island it had like this old timey like where the timber wolf worlds of fun uh yeah yeah so that's so it, uh, you can still ride the roller coaster that was at baseball mm-hmm. city
0: so when you when you were at um, college at Arkansas, then did, did you ever go I over ne- I, to Hot Springs I've only, Park?
1: I've only been the, through Hot Springs like one time, and I've never, I've never gone to the uh, theme park. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> not many uh, wooden roller coasters when you were there. <laughs> I think no, I do like wooden, I do like roller coasters, kind of. I like the wooden
1: ones, but uh, yeah, I, I you know, everything else is, I believe, gone um they also had uh briefly I I think I might remember this they had a Super Bowl of sports trivia uh, that was broadcast on ESPN uh from baseball City uh, so uh, we never could compete in that I guess Chris Berman was the host <laughs> but baseball city so they played baseball city now they've been in uh they've been in surprise Arizona for several uh Several years. Do don't they do they still share the surprise complex with with the Rangers? Yeah, with the Rangers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they do. You would think that the Rangers and Royals would be more connected, maybe since they share a spring training complex. Like, but yeah. there haven't really been any that many trades or things like that between the Royals and
0: Rangers. There've been a few over the over the years, but not really anything serious. But uh they did um yeah, they they always play like the first couple of games of spring training are against the Rangers. So they'll you have like more like sort of inner squad games before official games and then they'll mm-hmm. play a couple games. But yeah, just in general though, Mike, what, what do you look for from the teams in spring training? Anything anything in particular or do you just wait is it just the time that happens then this, then the season starts you don't care i
1: i don't know if i look for anything from the teams particularly i usually look for things like stories about uh, people reporting to camp in the best shape of their life and yeah. uh really uh having i just like that Just like we uh, learned just before we uh on the broadcast that brad keller has learned uh a new curveball so always these yeah. new pitches that the, that the pitchers learn i'd say about 15 percent Pan out over the course of the season, if that. Uh, yeah. I also like the fool's gold of uh, spring training success and how it rarely leads to um, major league success.
0: I yeah. also enjoy, though. Well, from, the, from the team perspective or, pre- or, the, or the player perspective, either. Either one. Yeah. Team one. The, there's no either, translation either, at all.
1: Yeah, usually it's no translation.
0: But there's no I, like,
1: I like when the player does very well. But then even though he does very well, he gets sent to Omaha or something. But then when he gets but then when he gets on the worlds, he really rakes and you could say, yeah. Well, you knew he did this because he hit so well in spring training. Yeah. They never they never pan. They never these never pan out, it seems like. So I like I like the um I like the fool's gold of spring training. If so it's I like I like the uh um, optimism, I guess, that spring training right. provides as well—the classic "wait till next year, this is our year" kind of uh, stories. What, what, what do you, what do you look for in spring training? I Maybe mean, do, you, do
0: you find any value in looking at yeah. training,
1: stats, anything like that?
0: Well, I don't think there's a lot of value in the stats themselves, but I think it's yeah, it's, it's a chance for at least the youngest play, the youngest guys, to like see if they can hold their own against major league pitching for even if it's just an bad bat or two. Um, just to get them some experience um, in general. But uh, but I don't know that I, yeah, I don't really put any weight in it. Yeah. Typically the Royals are, you know, this spring training is like, well, these are the guys we're going to see in the fall. The guys we're going to see the most from, uh, but this season the Royals are really seeming like they're planning on, yeah, letting the kids play basically the whole season. They haven't gone after a bunch of free agents uh, to load up the roster. And This really is going to be kind of a, the season may be like an extended spring training more or less for the whole season is what it, what it seems to be. So, so I'm not really sure what to see what to expect from spring training. If it's going to be even younger guys will mm-hmm. be the key like role players in the spring training, or if it's going to be just uh yeah, guys like uh, Keller working on, on a new pitch or, or if, or if we're going to see yeah. much different than we would, you know, see in a, In uh, you know, the regular season games, I don't, I don't know. There's going to be any difference this season.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, Sometimes you like, I guess, if you think the Royals aren't going to be that great next year, you like the idea that at least they're going to be not that great with um, younger players that you can think evolve and turn into something good. Um, I also one thing I also forgot to mention about spring training, I like also to see a washed, a thought to be washed up player, either uh, turn it around or indeed be seen as as washed up um so that's usually the royals get a lot get a few of those guys those kind of reclamation projects that uh yeah also um don't usually pan out i'm looking at um the royals spring training roster right now i i I didn't see any particular um candidates
0: oh I, i guess yeah. Like reclamation type project anyway. They they recently just signed that uh, Franmil Reyes from from who was previously with Cleveland, and then the Cubs last season, I guess. But uh, that may be the biggest thing, like because he's into a minor league deal, so he's all potential. Big power okay. hitter. If it's um, Franmil Reyes.
1: Yeah, I, I guess you could say Arreola's Chapman is a reclamation project that they got from the Yankees. Yeah, Um, but maybe he's just some. I kind of want us down. Maybe on a downswing, but maybe he can turn it around. But yeah, yeah. Fernando
0: Reyes um, is interesting. I I I didn't realize the Royals had him. Um it just, just happened last week, I guess. They signed him to do like a minor league deal, even. So he's not even on the major league roster to start the season, which is kind of impressive, but they got something with that with that kind of you know, history at least anyway, that um without any expectations. So if he does hmm. anything, it's gonna be a positive for the team.
1: Yeah, do you think um
0: so Reyes if he if he ended up playing he would be a DH candidate? Probably DH, yeah. I don't think his fielding was anything spectacular, but uh Yeah, yeah he,
1: he had – in twenty nineteen he hit thirty seven home runs. In twenty twenty one he hit thirty home runs. So uh that's pretty good, you know. And even as late as twenty twenty one, the twenty twenty one he had thirty home runs. Yeah, he, so he had a one twenty eight OPS in twenty twenty one. So you think that's only one year removed from this year? He didn't have a good year last year, but uh, he yeah, um, he had a pretty he had a pretty solid season in Cleveland in twenty twenty one. So, and Cleveland's a pretty yeah. good team. So I guess maybe not be able to make the Cleveland roster. When they're calling a lot of young players up uh this past year isn't that bad so maybe yeah yeah I, I, I can talk myself into Mel Reyes pretty easily uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I do, do you have any hope that he'll be successful
0: uh I mean sure especially right now before they've played a single spring training game <laughs> yeah. absolutely of course he's probably gonna hit like 45 home runs this year Mike what do you you don't think so
1: I I I, I think 45 is uh um, pessimistic, uh, lover. I think I think, I think it's, I think really, he's 50, 55. Um, he's the uh, yeah, he's uh, I uh, have, is there anybody else named Fran Meal that you know? Not that I'm aware of me either. I think that's that's a, I think it might be a unique name. I'm just looking it up, but uh, anywhere um, or just in baseball reference anywhere yeah Every every friend meal i see is the friend meal Reyes on google
0: um <laughs> seems like wikipedia is the only place that you would look there for
1: mm-hmm. yeah friend meal uh all i all i can think of it as meaning is um fran 1000 yes must be that <laughs> and that's going to be his batting average uh for maybe 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 that's, that's a little tough maybe his slugging percentage uh will be <laughs> that's that's that's
0: that's
1: uh yeah even ops if it was ops 1000 front meal, that would be a They're really good that would be a really huge success yeah. especially in this uh uh new era that we're entering in baseball with with the, the pitch clock the lack of uh shifts available bigger bases that's um, right. which one of those new additions do you think is gonna make the biggest difference in the baseball season this year?
0: I think for in baseball in general, it's probably the the shift is gonna be a big difference. But for maybe for the Royals, because they do like to run, the bases, the base sizes may actually be pretty important too. So I'm hoping that yeah, some of the some of the players that have really struggled hitting against the shift will maybe break out of their uh prolonged seemingly prolonged slumps anyway so we'll see we'll see what happens though what, what about you what do you think about that
1: i um yeah i i think the ba- i think the pitch clock i think in theory is not supposed to be, it's not supposed to change anything this is kind of what people were supposed to be doing all the time right yeah so i i think the shift as well um will be the biggest change but maybe the bases depending on how I don't know exactly like are the bigger sides of the, are the bases going to be slightly closer together now because they're bigger I guess
0: yeah so I think they added was it three inches to each base, like to the diameter I think so it's like the bases are then six inches closer together because there's three inches added to each each side basically yeah. so I think it's yeah it's a little bit closer but then it's a little bit less likely to slide past the bag or slide off of the bag maybe a little bit more to grab onto to like kind of prevent them from going even further past I, so you, you might say i guess uh the base from the distance i guess the distance from
1: home to first base is going to be three inches less so maybe uh there will be slightly more uh of those bang bang plays that will go to the uh the
0: runner possibly well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see if they do like an analysis of that to see like if if there are more players safe at first or if there are cl- more close plays. Yeah, or, I, I wasn't sure whether you like they, a, it could be the other way too. Yeah, I wasn't sure
1: how they had aligned the bases. Like they could, like they could still make the distance from home to first the same. The same. Just make the distance go on the other side. Yeah, the but new but, size. Mm-hmm. But going to second though, they'd have to be shorter because right. the way the bases are, because the way the diamond is and stuff like that so right so the distance the idea would be that um if it's yeah i don't know I, so what i what it says here although this is uh is that actually they messed this article up i'm reading an article about the about the, about the uh, mariners it says that the distance from home to first is going to be increased or decreased by? I said three feet, but I think they just couldn't. They three inches, in the distance between one line or two lines, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the distance between, um, the um, the, the other bases maybe as much as four and a half inches, but I don't know exactly if that's if that's right
0: or not. I don't, I don't know if they had a yeah I'm not sure
1: yeah I but would say it's slightly would
0: be, closer the I would say it would be thicker, three inches
1: yeah. if it goes
0: one and a half because
1: it's 15 to 18 so it's like it's adding one and a half all the way around so you would think it's yeah actually it, was, it would seem like it would only be one and a half if, if it was put in the exact same if the center of it's in the same place same spot it's only one and a half inches different but you right. would have to, like you have to move it over so it wouldn't be across the foul line um right <laughs> right
0: so the first and third would be. Maybe yeah. it, maybe technically it, it would the, be first to second and second to third. First second, and
1: second, it would be four and a half inches because you because you couldn't cross the foul line, right. That's
0: right? Right. And so, so it has to be four
1: and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. I'm glad we figured that out. That's a right. uh, conceptual mathematics there. So maybe more stolen base. Yeah, I was thinking just. I was just thinking the bigger bases might give you more room, but also if because it, it's technically that, you know, shorter of a distance, it might it might. Uh, change some things. i hope I hope it does,
0: yeah. well, I think I think it's supposed to encourage more base running, more steal attempts. Um, well, like, yeah, maybe preventing that, um, oh, the guy slid just a little bit off the bag and then they have to review it and take, you know, five or six minutes to decide if, you know a player went barely off the bag and then got tagged and then tried to get back. But, yeah, which way, what was the order? What happened? Mm-hmm. We can avoid some of those controversies, potentially, but I'm sure it'll end up being you know same.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: just like, be different controversies,
1: yeah, my least favorite review is the one where they get in safe, but then because they bounce a little bit, they're in the tag is held for a long time. Yeah. yeah i I just I would rather have the initial call. like do they get there safe before the tag right. gets there?
0: It's the spirit of the play versus the technicality of the play, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think they should, unless it's like egregious and they're like falling off the base or something like that, because they slip too far. That's a different thing. But like if it's just like, you know, they're on the base mostly and they're readjusting somehow. I don't think that should be uh, called. I guess if the if it happened for the if it was pro royals, I would be for it. But uh, I I would rather be. Uh, I would. I'd rather just have a. Um, as, as a yeah, like these are the spirit of the rule rather than the
0: right the letter of the, rule. the letter of the law sort of thing, yeah, 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 well, game starts Friday. Royals and Rangers will be playing in in uh in surprise. Maybe we can be back next week. maybe we'll have be able to talk a little bit about early numbers or we'll, we'll just see who's playing anyway we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, anything interesting happens from the first week of spring training. Yeah, uh,
1: you'll know, we'll see if Mill Reyes or any of the other surprising any, any of the surprise surprise uh, participants are uh, doing better. Or but, but also we'll have the World of Baseball Classic, which will take away from you know people like Bobby Wood Jr. or Salvador Perez, um, Brady Singer. I think are going to be on their um, national teams, and maybe that'll uh, you know I don't know if it'll I think they get a week.
0: They get a week or so in of games with the team before the World Baseball Classic starts. I think, and then they they all take a break, I guess, right to split off.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, but they still continue spring training for the rest of it. It's not like a um... right. They don't they don't suspend it. It's just the yeah the players that some of the players will take off and then come back after World Baseball Classic's over. Yeah, so I guess that could inflate somebody's stats
1: or records, because I would guess the Royals are probably less impacted
0: by World Baseball Classic. Um, yeah, I think they have something like 10 players that they are participating for. Oh. But I think of the starters, though, I think it's only a handful. So it shouldn't be. Because, you know, Sal Sal Perez is going to play for Venezuela. And I think Whit, Bobby Witt Jr. and uh, Singer are playing for Team yeah. USA. And I think yeah, there's a, there are a handful of other players that are you know headed to other other countries. So I mean, those are pretty significant Royals absences. But that part of the spring training, probably more for trying to determine those last roster spots than than whether or not Brady Singer is going to be a starting pitcher or not. Because we're pretty sure we already know that, right? <laughs> At this point, yeah. should know them, yeah.
1: I, I I may uh, we almost out of time. I have two World Baseball Classic or I have maybe two or three World Baseball Classic trivia. Sure. Go for um, it. for you. These are I'm, I'm going to name a current MLB star that's playing in the World Baseball Classic. You tell me what country they're going to be representing. Okay. Uh the first is Kenley Jansen, the closer for the Los Angeles Dodgers.
0: No idea. I'll say
1: Holland. It is. It is. I was going to say Xander uh, Bogarts and uh, Jonathan Scope. Jerks and Profar are... Andrelton Simmons are also
0: on the wow. Dutch. This he, is the J- the, J- the Jansen surname is relatively Dutch, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I'll give you okay, another team that has two current
1: and one former Royal on it. I'll see if you can get it from the two from from one former one current. If I give you the second um, current, I think that'll give it away just because of the name. Um, but Matt Harvey and Nikki Lopez are both on
0: which? Team? Oh, I th- I think they um. Is it Italy? It is
1: Italy. Vinny Pasquantino, right. of course, also. Is on.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't expect the Nikki Lopez to be really but I think I had just recently seen something about that that he's gonna play for Team Italy, yeah. <laughs> the Nikki part, the Lopez part is the surprise. Hey, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Um and I am let's see. I am giving you one more. Uh, Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers is on uh, which team?
0: I don't know. Oh, France? Does France have a team?
1: No. He no. I, maybe they do, but he's on Team Canada. He's, still, he's, oh, okay. uh, he's actually the big, by far the biggest name on Team Canada.
0: I didn't know he um, was Canadian. Maybe his yeah. parents were Canadian? I did not know.
1: Yeah, he's. Uh, I think maybe he's from. Managed by former Toronto Blue Jays catcher Ernie Witt. Uh, ah, you remember him? I I remember him. From, I had a, I had this very mangled baseball card of Ernie Witt, like a Donruss '82 <laughs> or '83. That's what I nice. That's what I remember most of Ernie Witt. Um, and you break it out
0: yearly to <laughs> to
1: then, remember. Uh, on on that note, uh, should. uh, Looking forward to World Baseball Classic and Spring Training Show. Should we wrap up this episode of Yeah One Trick Power? Well, this is our season three premiere, and I'm sure we'll have many, many, many more great episodes of of uh, season three. And uh, so, tune in next week for the our next installment. And uh, as always, I am Dr. Michael Irvin. He is Dr. Andrew Gaff. We are the in Track Power Hour. Please like and or subscribe to our amazing, uh, almost weekly show here we're, we're doing. And it's available in many formats, both AV and A. So until then, we wish you uh, good luck this spring training and uh, and maybe next week we can talk more about uh, some of the NFL kind of off the stove news as well, with An- or the enemy finding new des- new destination, and maybe some free agency things might have heated up um, in the next week or so. So until then, we both wish you.